Welcome to the OIS Podcast, where you get candid conversations with the leaders and drivers of ophthalmic innovation. And now, here's our host, Tom Salemi. Hey everyone, this is Tom Salemi. Thanks for joining us on the OIS Podcast. Before I get into this week's discussion, I'd like to thank our sponsor, Alcon. Alcon will be well represented at next week's OIS at ASCRS. We'll have Lauren Atias, the head of strategy, BD&L, and M&A there, as well as CEO Mike Ball. They'll be on the agenda, but Alcon will be well represented in the room as well. So thanks, Alcon, for the support of the podcast and for your uh, continued involvement in OIS. Now we're going to get into uh, this week's very brief conversation. I spoke with uh, Gil Kleiman, who, of course, is one of the co-chairs of OIS and a uh, general partner at Interwest. And Gil uh, sort of set the bar high for himself at last year's OIS at ASCRS by uh, coming up with the WTF uh, um, feature or, or, or portion of, of the program where he looked at some far-reaching and very ambitious technologies in ophthalmology. And for the record, WTF stood for What's the Future? So this year, Gil is getting together with Steve Slade to take a look at an often overlooked, no pun intended, but I guess could be applied, uh, area of ophthalmology, which is myopia. And the title of the uh, of the event is uh, Tongue-in-Cheek, Making Myopia Great Again, uh, New Opportunities in Low Myopia. We'll have uh, Gil and uh, Dr. Slade up there with our, uh, uh, our very own Mike Lackman, who is the president of IQ Research, but also the, uh, the great fellow who organizes the OIS Index for us and provides some other great content for OIS. They'll give a market overview, and uh, then there'll be a, a panel presentation. And Gil and I will get into that more into the, in this podcast. But it's not too late to register for OIS at ASCRS. If you haven't already, go to ois.net. So we'll see you there in L.A. Now let's get into this conversation with Gil Kleiman from Interwest and, of course, co-chair of OIS. Gil Kleiman, welcome back to the uh, podcast. How are you? Great to be back. Thanks, Tom. Doing well. Great. We are, uh, believe it or not, a week away from uh, OIS at ASCRS. It came on fast, at least for me. How about for you? Oh, no, very slow. We always have so much time to prepare for this. Uh, <laughs> it's, now, it's amazing how time flies, and uh, we're uh, excited to see it finally coming up soon with a lot of work behind it. Excellent. And I know you're, you've got a, a couple of starring roles. You're, you're opening up the, the session uh, with a, a presentation called, interestingly, uh, front, of the mind, front of Mind, Front of Eye, an interior segment innovation update. What do you have planned uh, for that 15 minutes? Well, uh, thanks, Tom. And I'm not, not a star. Just met somebody else didn't want to do the opening talk. But uh, <laughs> it's it's really uh, I got excited about it because we're really in an unprecedented period of uh, innovation in ophthalmology, particularly in the anterior segment. So that's really the the theme in the front of the eye is that we're uh, really seeing a lot of new category technologies coming in. Uh, that are uh, not only advancing in the clinic, but are you know FDA approved and and being commercialized. And uh, you know we've had an exciting year and corneal crosslinking, uh, new IOLs, uh, uh, dry eye. Uh, so I'll be I'll be highlighting a lot of those advances that are really changing the standard of care. Terrific. And and as an investor in uh, in ophthalmology companies, early stage ones, uh, are, uh, just curious what you're sort of seeing at, at that end of the spectrum. Anything. Uh, that you might not be addressing in this talk, but uh, any areas of interest that you can tell our podcast listeners about? 
Well, you know, I think the big challenge in innovation right now is how to uh, strengthen the ecosystem for early stage innovation yeah. and advancing that to be late stage. As we've talked about in various forums, there's been a relative dearth of capital available for early stage, and it's really in some ways hampered innovation. For sure. So I think a theme we'll talk a little bit about in the opening talk is, you know, let's how do we get more uh, innovation going at the early stages of the innovation cycle, and what, what might some of the areas be for that? Yeah, that would that would be a nice problem to solve, and it's not uh, obviously not exclusive to uh, to ophthalmology. So, look forward to those conversations. And then uh, fast forwarding to to two fifteen in the afternoon, uh, you've got uh, you've got a great topic title: making myopia great again, new opportunities in low myopia. And uh, you really made quite the the name for yourself with your WTF uh, session. So you've I think got uh, got people's expectations way up there. So. What uh, what are you expecting? Uh, what, what's going to be happening at two fifteen? Uh, you're, you're opening up with a, an overview with uh, Michael Lackman and Stephen Slade. Yeah, I think our approach here is that this is a market low myopia that hasn't really been looked at that much in ophthalmology. Now, to take a step back, there's been a lot of discussion about uh, why refractive surgery contracted and then really isn't growing that much and what are some of the reasons behind that. But what we're trying to do in this session is really look at a, a market expansion of refractive surgery potentially into low myopia. And low myopia has been really the territory of glasses and contact lenses and can some of these uh, therapeutic procedures really penetrate it more than they have. And, and for our definition, low myopia is kind of arbitrarily minus two and lower, mm -hmm. but it's the general approach of things that are at the lower range uh, of, of myopia, where, as I think most people know, uh, the prevalence of myopia goes up exponentially as the, uh, the diopters go down. So it's of millions and millions of people that are not benefiting from refractive surgery. And why is that? So the, following the overview, there'll be a, a panel discussion, and you've got uh, representatives from uh, Alcon and J&J and Avidro and Carl Zeiss and Bausch and Lomb. Is, is that going to be those issues, those questions going to be tackled there as well? Absolutely. What we're really setting up, I think Mike Lockman will open up with uh, some data on the myopia market to give some sense of the prevalence and how the different technologies are being used in the low myopia market contact lenses and, and refractive surgery. And then the discussion is really with the uh, major corporate players who are uh, really in the refractive surgery market and what their views are of how their different technology platforms might be well positioned to penetrate this low myopia market. And as well, we'll discuss maybe there are some dynamics in the market that despite very good technologies, patients are just not that motivated or uh, able to pay. Uh, there might be many reasons why the market has not been so well developed so far. Interesting. And is this going to, again, with the WTF session, you, uh, I think a lot of people enjoyed the, the tone of that, uh, of that presentation. Is this uh, in any way uh, going to bring some levity to the, to the, uh, to the, the stage? Are we going to see any bottles of seltzer or anything flying through the air? Well, Tom, as you know, we're very serious as chairman of OIF, so we try to avoid anything with levity. But uh, no, no pies, okay. no pies. Okay. No. I think we, uh, 
I can't say this is going to be quite as controversial as maybe WTF, but I think the idea is just to have a pretty uh, stimulating and entertaining conversation about the market, but also to try to tease out some real uh, business and clinical points for uh, that people could take away from the session. Excellent. No, it's going to be a great part of the day. And Ed, looking forward to uh, to the entire day. You, you co-chairs, once again, did a, an excellent job piecing together uh, a lot of compelling content. So I'm sure those who are attending will be uh, will be entertained and informed. So, well, thank you. It's a, it's always a meeting that's mainly driven by the content provided by the people that come to it, not by the chairman. So we're really just the uh, directors and producers, and uh, we also are thankful we're going to have a very good turnout. It looks like this year, so it'll be one of our largest meetings, and uh, we're all looking forward to it. Definitely, and you're right about that. The people who uh, who attend and both sit in the audience, but also obviously get on stage, uh, make it all happen, and we're grateful as well. Thanks, Gil, for taking a few minutes, and I look forward to seeing you in L.A. next week. My pleasure. See you soon. Well, that is a wrap. Gil Kleiman, thanks for all the work you do on OIS and for joining us on the podcast. Thank you, OIS podcast listeners. Once again, if you don't mind giving us a ranking on iTunes, that'd be great. Tell your friends about it. That'd be great. Uh, Next week is OIS at ASCRS in L.A. So, uh, two things. If you haven't registered, please do, because we'd love to see you there. Second, if you have, please uh, shoot me an email. I would love to connect either at OIS or I'll be uh, I'll be in L.A. through the weekend. Uh, so it would be uh, great to get to uh, to see you, to visit your booth, and uh, would love to learn more about your company. So reach out to me at tom at healthogy.com. That's the word health, followed by letters egy.com. And uh, let me know what you're up to. And we'll see you in L.A.